0: The OAMnetwork.com Power to the podcast. Uno, dos, one, two, tres, cuatro. Today's special is Memphis Soul Stew. I can't stand the rain. I'ma rep this here till I walk up on death Down in Memphis Yeah, Memphis, Tennessee Memphis, Tennessee 9-1-1, Shelby Drive, look alive, look alive Down in the sweet old Memphis, Tennessee All Down and down.
1: And welcome to Memphis Musicology, the official podcast of the Memphis Rock and Soul Museum. I'm your host, Ezra Wheeler. So today's show is one that I'm really especially excited about. Uh, one that took a little bit of effort, both from me and the folks who we're going to hear from today. But as any uh, passionate fan of music knows, and if you're hearing me right now, I assume that you are just that. One of the most fun and sometimes frustrating exercises is coming up with your personal list of favorites. So, I know uh, personally I've spent plenty of times late night lightheartedly arguing about, you know, important life questions. What's what's the best Memphis hip hop album, or who's the best house band in Memphis history, etc., etc. And I've decided to turn that well known exercise into something a little larger. So, over the past couple of weeks, I've reached out to a number of Memphis musicians about one of the toughest and most revealing questions I could think of. What is your favorite song from Memphis's musical history, regardless of era or genre? We kept it as wide open as possible. And as you'll hear, their responses were thoughtful, heartfelt, and often a bit tortured. Uh, but I certainly can't blame them for that last part. I feel the same coming up with my own. So I originally posed the question, and I still don't have a definitive answer myself, although I said I'll share my heavily molded over choice at the end. With that being said, though, let's just jump right into it. Um, So I want to start today with Bill Cunningham. Bill was the original bassist bassist and keyboardist for the Box Tops, that legendary local rock band that was just recently inducted into the Memphis Music Hall of Fame and whose hit songs like Cry Like a Baby, Soul Deep, and The Letter helped to introduce the world to Blue-Eyed
0: Soul. Give me a ticket for an airplane got time to take a fair train. Days are gone. I'm a going home. My baby a letter.
1: So Bill, who uh, still tours and performs with the Box Tops, he wrote in with this response saying, quote, song I recall from my childhood recorded at Sun Studios was Billy Lee Riley's Flying Saucers Rock and Roll. My dad brought it home from the studio on my seventh birthday. At the time, my dad worked with Sam at Sun, helping to get Sun 45 suppressed at Plastic Products. Space and alien invasions were the vibe during that period, and being a kid, that song held a special place in my memory. We recorded it in the, during our mid-90s album, Tear Off. Also, it's interesting to note that Roland James, my first producer, played that great guitar part on Flying Saucers. The 50s, a special time in the birth of Memphis music and early rock and roll that should be remembered for just how groundbreaking it was. End quote. It's a great choice, Bill. I'm not surprised that you went from that era, and I think it's a great choice. So, without further ado, here's Billy Lee Riley with his 1957 rockabilly classic, Flying Saucers Rock and Roll. All righty. So our second pick today comes from the singer, songwriter, and bassist Amy LeVere. If you've been a fan of Memphis music in the last decade, you've certainly heard of her and probably seen her play live. She's excellent. So in addition to producing some incredible music as a solo artist, LeVere also plays alongside her guitarist husband, Will Sexton, as well as in the group Motel Mirrors alongside John Paul Keith. Alrighty, so here is Amy LeVere's choice for her favorite Memphis song. Quote, This would would be an easier task if you'd ask me what is my favorite song from each of my favorite Memphis artists. Without spending an eternity struggling to narrow down what my favorite Memphis song might be, I'll tell you what the first song that popped into my head was at the question. I do indeed love this song, and it was my favorite tune in rotation on the Sun Studio Jukebox. The song is called Defrost Your Heart by Charlie Feathers. I was a tour guide at Sun for several years, and that song always put a sly smirk on my face. Something about it is both sincerely earnest and pleading, while also having a little something janky and comical about it. It's funky in its own country way. Autocorrect's dictionary doesn't recognize janky, but that is exactly the right term for this infectious unique song. It also doesn't recognize juke, so we can assume its authors have never been to Memphis. Charlie Feathers' material was always left of center and rather punk rock for Sam Phillips' catalog. It jumps out in a WTF sort of way that always made me smile. Great choice, Amy, and I couldn't agree more. There's just something about Charlie Feathers' music that I always kind of struggled to define, but I think Amy's description of janky is just about perfect. Alrighty, here is Charlie Feathers with his 1956 track, Defrost Your
0: Heart. Grew cold and acted it smart. Won't you please defrost your heart? Fill this trays with the love sweet and warm oh, melt the ice and snow away. Let the sun shine in to stay and mend the love.
1: Alrighty, so the third track today comes from one of the hottest talents in the city, Mr. James Dukes, better known as I Make Mad Beats. So in addition to being one of the most exciting producers to come out of Memphis in years, especially one who chose to stick around his hometown, which we certainly appreciate, I Make Mad Beats is also the founder of Unapologetic, which, yes, is a record label. The more you learn, the more you realize it's more of an entire cultural force. Alrighty. Here's what I make Mad Beats wrote into say quote Let's go with eight, eight Ball and MJG's coming out hard. I loved that song as a kid. The beat was infectious and the vocals spoke to what was what was to be a going on at Orange Mound at the time. The Shaka Khan hook was catchy. It was the soundtrack to that era. End quote. So before we jump into that track, I did want to tell a quick story. It was uh before this last year's Memphis Music Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Put up a. Got to plan a symposium along with the Memphis Music Initiative that included 8 Ball and MJG, then another panel featuring I Make Mad Beats. And just seeing those uh, they had never met before and just seeing them meet and those kind of two generations of great Memphis hip-hop artists chit-chatting and just kind of discussing where they were at was, was extremely neat. So I was happy to see that James went with this choice. Alrighty with that being said, here is Eight Ball and MJG with their 1993 classic, coming out hard.
0: Eight Ball will come out hard with the gangster lean. Go smile for the women that be jocking the green. I'm a pimpster, not a trick on a stroll. You gotta pimp that thing and keep a trick on hold. Stay on top of the world with a gun in your hand. Take control of a woman and fear no man. It'd be hard for me to see a day without cash. If you got it and I don't, I blast your ass with. The because a pimp don't play, I gotta work on my game and think of ways to get paid Falling in the mound, down deep in the south With the brothers, with the curls, ain't no teeth in their mouth In the Chevrolet and pilots with the Kragers and Vols Folk deep with the yak smoking Fat Mac, Indo. Fall up in the club with the pimps, the tone Got a tack in my pants, you step to me in the zone. Got a family in Memphis, got a gang in Texas G-Money in the Jag, JB in the Lexus in the studio or I'm coming out. Oh, oh, oh. coming
1: out alrighty our next song comes from another great musician who like Amy LeVere put some put some time as in, in a tour guide at Sun Studios which I suggest uh, I guess suggests there really is something in the water over there at 706 Union Avenue So anyway, if you've been out to see live music in Midtown at any point in the last few years, there's a very, very, very good chance that you've got to witness singer-songwriter and drummer extraordinaire Graham Winchester at some point. So in addition to leading his own band, Graham Winchester and the Ammunition, Graham's also the member of Cassette Set, The Sheiks, Turnstiles, The MDs, and probably 10 more bands I can't recall at the moment. One thing I can tell you, though, is they are probably all great. Alrighty, here's what Graham White wrote in to say, quote, I like Christina by The Oblivions. It's actually a cover of an old blues song from 1954 by Brownie McGee. But The Oblivions do a version on their popular favorites album, that Gets To Me. They maintain the blues element, but they speed it up and add angst in the vocals, distorted guitars, and Jack Oblivion's garage stomp beat. By the end of it, you feel like you listen to a deep southern blues meets sun rockabilly meets Memphis 60s garage meets Memphis 90s rock. It's really crazy. A total melting pot of amazing Memphis influences from all directions. End quote. So another excellent choice. It should be noted that Graham often backs Jack Oblivion during uh, a lot of his shows today. So it's definitely an awesome example of someone getting the opportunity to work with an artist who had influenced them early on. Anyway, here's the Oblivions with their 1996 track, Christina. our next track actually comes from another drummer that'd be mr jody stevens a memphis music hall of famer with the band big star so jody was an original member of that deeply influential power pop band and his music um really helped to inspire everyone from rem to wilco to the replacements on and on so in addition to being cassette a memphis music hall of famer Jody Stevens is also a bigwig over at Arden Studios, that midtown recording studio that produced Big Star's first three albums back in the 70s. So back during his Big Star days, Jody would often share studio space with you know many of the biggest stars from Stax Records, who used Arden as their second home when they didn't have the room at Stax. So for that reason, his choice for favorite Memphis music song shouldn't be that surprising. Jody wrote in to say, quote, First song that comes to mind is Otis Redding's Try a Little Tenderness. The way the energy builds with the progression established by drummer Al Jackson in his version is second to none. Not to mention that tenderness is about the best remedy for a sad spirit. End quote. Hard to disagree with that one. Classic for sure. So here's Otis Redding with his 1966 soul masterpiece, Try a Little Tenderness. Oh,
0: she may be weary. Them young girls, they do get weary wearing that same old shaggy dress. Yeah, yeah. But when she gets weary,
1: all righty so next up we're going to hear from Moses Crouch the self-described snake oil salesman of genuine authenticated regionalistic vernacular cultural music necessities and also the vocalist and guitarist for the psych blues band Moses Crouch and the Mississippi Medicine So Moses wrote in with the following, quote, After some thought, the Memphis song that most clearly stands out in my mind at the moment is When My Baby Left Me by Furry Lewis. It's a powerfully expressive tune about the pain, confusion, and grief caused by the loss of someone you love without warning or explanation. It's a brilliant example of the slide guitar technique that Furry played so masterfully, and the lyrics are poetic and profoundly human. It's a tragic story about the feeling of helplessness and hopelessness that comes from having your heart broken and the struggle of trying to survive and make sense of it all. It's both deeply, deeply personal to Furry and a universally related expression of the human experience. Furry was one of the earliest and most influential blues musicians to record in the 1920s, and he was as Memphis as it gets. The song's melody was based on some of his earliest recordings, like "Fallen Down Blues and Judge Harsh Blues, but this recording from later in his life was a ha- has a haunting beauty that only comes from a lifetime of experience. Very well said, Moses. Here's Blue's great Furry Lewis, Furry Lewis with his haunting 1961 track, When My Baby Left Me.
0: When my baby left me, she never said a word. my baby left me, she never said a moment word. One night she seen it was something that she heard. She caught the rumbling and I caught the falling down. She caught the rumbling and I caught the falling down. But I never see
1: her, I never turn around. Alrighty, our next track comes from bassist Jeremy Scott, who's played with some of Memphis's finest rock acts over the past couple of decades, including Raining Sound, Harlan T. Bobo, Jack Oblivion, and Burning Sands. So as we'll see, Jeremy's choice today is a pretty clear reflection of his musical past. He wrote in to say, quote, My choice is King Louie and the loose diamond song Gypsy Switch. Is this really just a naked attempt to throw the spotlight on what I consider to be the best rock and roll song of the last 15 years? Well, while Frontman Lunatic Extraordinaire King Louie Bragg Bangston is from New Orleans area, the parent album was partially recorded at Easley McCain in Memphis with much missed Uber Memphian Jim Dickinson in the producer's chair, and the band itself, which includes Jacob Oblivion and Harlan T. Bobo, largely hailing from the Bluff City. The hard luck story contained herein, meanwhile, is painted very vividly in a way that only Louis can quite manage. And here he quotes the song. I've been eating out of spray-painted garbage cans and drinking in a bar, he informs us, over a beat heavily informed by vintage Memphis Stomp and Shout antics. Feel free to join in, but be careful of the blood on the dance floor from the kid who got shot. Primo-era Rod Stewart would have given his left nut for this song. Sure, it's a relatively no-frills production, but so what? Great, uh, great art does not and will not serve itself up to you on a fucking stick. But if you meet it, even close to halfway, you might find you get what you need, if not what you deserve. Here's Gypsy Switch from King Louie and the Loose Diamonds. ¶¶
0: Now you're moving on You know I've been losing Then someone stole my car
1: Our next track today comes from drummer Rod Bland Who is the son of blues blues legends Bobby Blue Bland And the godson of the late great B.B. King So up until his father's death in in 2013 Bland was the drummer in his dad's band And he's also performed with Memphis based artists Like Sean Amos, Will Tucker, Brimstone Jones And Otis Clay He also fronts his own group, Rod Bland And the Memphis members only band Who frequently play on Beale Street So unsurprisingly, Rod's suggestions come from his father's deep and wonderful catalog. Here's what he wrote in to say. I'm choosing Memphis Monday Morning by Bobby Blue Bland. It it mentions Memphis and the various landmarks of the city throughout the course of the song, and it's always been a favorite of mine. So here's Bobby Blue Bland with his 1998 track, Memphis Monday Morning. Memphis Monday
0: Morning Summer rain is pouring down Memphis Monday morning in the summer rain.
1: Alrighty. Next selection comes from dram- drummer Andrew McNeil, who is the full-time drummer with the Ghost Town Blues Band, as well as a regular collaborator with folks like McKenna Bray, Chris Milam, and Drew Irwin.
0: Good evening, Memphis. Oh, yeah, you
1: so as an alumni of the Stacks Music Academy, you may not be surprised by his choice. Andrew wrote in to say, quote, my favorite song of Memphis' past, it's difficult to choose just one, but one that always captivates me is, oh, here we go, Hyperbola Sylobis, <laughs> Hyperbola Sylobis, sequa della mystic, uh, you know the one, from Isaac Hayes' Hot Buttered Soul album. God, forgive me for that. So it's ten whole members. 10 whole minutes of pure well-oiled Memphis pocket. The drum groove including the solo in the middle is impenetrable. Isaac's vocal performance is so unique and mystifying. It's a classic Memphis meeting of the blues funk and soul. The psychedelic jam at the end perfectly embodies where music was going in the early 70s a post 60 vibes early. It was one of my favorite songs to perform in my days as a student at the Stax Music Academy and much of my own drumming is deeply rooted in that song alone. I still find myself shredding to it to this day. Alrighty, another excellent choice, if not tough to say. Um, yeah, man. Why'd you do that to me? Anyway, here is Isaac Hayes with his 1969 track. Yeah, I'll let him tell it. Enjoy. That's how you say it. Alrighty, our next track today comes from the sultry singer Kia Johnson. So Kia's appeared on both American Idol and The Voice and has performed in front of such luminaries as Bill Clinton and Tyler Perry. She's also launched a second career as an actress where she was nominated for an Ostrander Award for Best Lead Actress in a Musical for her role in Simply Simone.
0: Woke up Realize I'm through with this. You're so, inconsiderate.
1: so here's what Kia had to say. Quote, Choosing my favorite Memphis song is a huge feat in and of itself because there is so much of our music that I love. But for this, I'd have to say Voodoo Woman by Coco Taylor. Here's my reason why. I wasn't a blues lover per se, but this song changed my mind. There is something so strong and raw and funky and bold and sassy about it. I just love it. I love how she was how she is owning her seduction and she delivers the song in a way i just completely admire coco taylor was a pioneer and was one of very few female blue singers of that era but she kicked the door open for those who would follow her plus it was has the perfect mix of soul funk and blues another great choice here is the great coco taylor with voodoo woman they call me the voodoo woman Alrighty, up next we've got a track from multi-instrumentalist Zach Glover, who has played with several bands over the past few years, but who is currently the guitarist for garage pop band Pinkies. So their de- debut album will be out soon. Uh, definitely keep your eyes and ears open for that. So, probably typically, for uh, unsurprisingly for garage rockers, Zach chose a song from Memphis' garage rock heyday as his choice. He writes in, quote, Uptight Tonight by Flash and the Memphis Casuals would be my pick by a mile. I think the best Memphis music is the stuff you have to seek out, and to gain full on Memphis credibility it has to be both high quality and criminally neglected, and this song is a great example. I've never heard it on the radio and it's not on Spotify. I actually heard about it through word of mouth, but even on First Listen it's hard to believe it never got wide acclaim. And it blends bluesy and it blends bluesy song structure with a rough, nasty garage sound that I've come to identify with Memphis's lo fi rock especially goner acts over the years. Really can't recommend it highly enough. Honorable mention to Two Thieves by Compulsive Gamblers. Alrighty. Uh, this was definitely one of those that I did not know beforehand, and I'm so glad Zach suggested it because it's a really a scorcher. It's pretty awesome. Especially considering the year. This came out in 1966. So without further ado, here's Flash in the Memphis Casuals with Uptight Tonight. Next up, we have a suggestion from composer and bassist Carl Kaspersson, who is also the co-host of the podcast Memphis Machine. Check it out. So Carl wrote in to say, quote, Favorite songs change from mood to mood, but off the cuff, I'd say that playing with, Gray, I with Gary Hardy has opened my ears to the rich songbook that Memphis produced with Cash, Perkins, Elvis, and Jerry Lee. Those songs are simple and great storytellers, many about love, but some about tragedy, death, and humor. My favorite earworm is Cash's Get Rhythm it's quirky but happy and effective mood enhancer so i'd been uh, i'd been waiting on the man in black to make his appearance on this list and i'm glad he finally did so let's jump right into it this is johnny cash with his 1959 classic get rhythm
0: hey get rhythm when you get the blues come on get rhythm when you Get the blues, get a rock and roll feeling in your bones. on your toes get, gone, get, a rhythm. When you get the blues.
1: Alrighty, we're getting near the end of our list, but we still have a couple of selections left. Including our next track, which comes from my buddy Chase Fryer, who is currently the drummer for the rock band Wicker. Alrighty, here's Chase's answer. Quote Being asked what my favorite song from a Memphis musician is is like being is like asking a kid to just pick one in a toy shop. We are ridiculously blessed to live in such a musically diverse and inspiring city. But out of all of that incredible artist here, Julian Baker's work stands out so hard. Now a world renowned singer, she started in a band called The Star Killers alongside friends Matt Gilliam, David Creech, and John Prescott. In 2013, their debut album American Blues was released, and it's a collection of beautifully poetic insights into pain, escaping adolescence, and taking on demons through faith. Sitting right behind the final track on the record is a song titled Ent. Through this track, Julian paints a crushing image of existence through the personification of an ant, which for those not in the know is a fantasy tree creature taken from J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. The lyrics are a genuine expression of a painful experience compared to the existence of an bound to the world. Musically, the song is intensely compelling, starting soft with Julian singing a delicate melody over her guitar until the full band crashes in with a hard rift, building it to a crescendo that breaks down the entire song beautifully. You can tell there's a very painful backstory to the song, and it's none of our business. Julian allows us enough through her poetry and gives us the opportunity to grieve and feel right alongside her. A trait she certainly carried throughout her incredibly moving solo career. After the countless live performances I was lucky enough to witness, and the fact that I listened to the record so much that my copy eventually kicked the bucket, I'm happy to say it's my favorite song out of Memphis. It's badass, and that's that. All right, great choice, Chase. Here's Julian Baker and the Starkillers with their 2013 track, "End."
0: Arriving to grow flung from heaven To the world
1: To our final track today this one comes from rapper cooper street dot really talented battle rapper freestyler who i've actually known since back in elementary school
0: all
1: right so Cooper actually didn't write in with his answer but instead sending a short voicemail let's take a listen
0: yeah 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 your boy cooper You know what I'm saying? You can't go wrong with some hot buttered soul, you hear me? Isaac Hayes, The Look of Love. I'm talking about every time I listen to this, the instruments, just the intro itself, you hear me? Had me in a whole nother zone.
1: And there you have it. That's our final track of the day, Isaac Hayes' The Look of Love from 1970. Righty. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that as much as I did. A huge shout out of course to all the artists who took the time to write and call in. Um, think about the artists who participated and their song choices really do illustrate the great diversity of music from Memphis and that's really all I could have hoped for. So before we wrap things up, I do want to thank the good folks at Arts Memphis and the Genium Foundation for their support of this show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to Memphis Musicology wherever you get your podcast and be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Now, as we always do, let's hop on the monorail for a trip over to the Mud Island Mixtape. Alrighty, so as I foolishly promised at the top of the show, I'm going to use today's entry to the Mud Island Mixtape to submit my own Memphis favorite. So like so many of the artists on today's show, this was far from an easy choice for me. I do have so many worthy selections bouncing around in my head. Show Enough by Tila and 8 and MJG. Jesus is Waiting by Al Green. It's My Dream by Lost Sounds. On and on and on. But I'm going to have to go with a song from the Mysterious Stacks artist Lou Bond called To the Establishment. So ever since I discovered this track a little over ten years ago, it's really had a special place in my heart that it's just uh never really let go of, and I think that's for a few reasons. So one's just the general anonymity of the singer himself, which I think something you know we can all relate to on one level or another is that excitement of finding an unknown artist or an unknown song, and the second is just my affinity for music with a political bent, which this song certainly has. Finally, and uh, most simply, I love to the establishment, just for the song itself, the beautiful orchestrations, the vocals, and particularly the final few minutes of the song when Luban just forgoes his lyrics for an extended scat, which is just so uh, emotional and soulful. Because this is my choice, we are going to skip to the middle of the song so you can hear that, that scat part for yourself. It's just uh, really powerful. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening, and I will catch y'all next time. In the meantime, here's Lou Bond with his 1974 masterpiece, To the Establishment.
0: Power to the podcast.